0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Ministry Staff Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Giddens. If you work, serve, volunteer in a ministry, church, a missions organization, this is the podcast for you. And listen, today I am talking about a touchy subject. And here it is, how much do I need to be in church? Man, let me just tell you, this is, this is I got some things to say today. And, and, and for two reasons. One, I'm the guy who doesn't like missing church. And I used to be the guy who always skipped church. So I have a lot to say on this subject today, and you're going to want to check it out because I'm going to get into some real, real stuff like we do on this podcast, practical, real things about being in church and why you need it, why it's an important part of your life. And it's an important thing you need to to be doing to, to get your heart right. And so you can bear good fruit, help the ministry you're in. Listen, if you're not in church, it's going to cause some problems. I'm going to show you why. Listen, in ministry, we can get away from being in church. It just happens if you're on the mission field for two or three months at a time or, or, or you're serving somewhere or you're doing these crusades out or like me, you're actually employed at a church and you're going, you know, you're working at it six, seven days a week. Sometimes we can get out of church. You know, we can be serving in media or running sound or, or, or doing this or on the worship team. And sometimes we may miss all the church services in a week. And uh, I've got experience in this. I've been serving in the ministry since I was 10 or 11, somewhere around in there. And I know what it's like to skip church, to be at church from start to finish and walk home with nothing, not walk home, but, you know, go home, walk away from church with nothing from the service. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being 10, 20, 30 feet from the worship center. From, from where everybody's participating, hearing worship, hearing the word go forth, hearing people shout as God begins to heal them, hearing people who are crying because God is touching and changing their lives. And I am in the hallway on my cell phone. See, I know what that's like. And today I've got some real stuff to say about it. And you're probably going to get a little bit upset with me, but I'm just telling you, you don't get to play that card with me. After working for 24, actually 25 years now at this point in a ministry, I know what it's like to be skipping church, to not value sitting in service, hearing my pastor preach, singing the songs that are sung, participating in the, in, the, in, the, in the giving and the offering there. I know what it's like on both sides to be doing it wrong and to be doing it right. And I'm going to talk about it. Listen, there's a lot of excuses. There's a lot of things uh, in in my personal life. I ran sound. I've run cameras. I've done video directing. I'm uh, played in the worship team. I was even a worship leader, so I know about skipping church. Maybe it's for you guys. Maybe it's staying home because it's just inconvenient or you're busy. And I'm not to be. You know, and listen. I know there are some things come up. People have some jobs. Maybe you can't work, you can't go to church on the weekend, or, or maybe you're out of town for two weeks on your job, or maybe, like me, sometimes you've got two kids in school, they've got projects, they're all due tomorrow, and you're like, oh, gosh, and, and, and you know, you've got to take a time I mean, get some stuff done. I, I do understand that, and I'm not talking about this occasional, every once in a while you, you miss some service, I'm talking about not going for weeks at a time not participate or even worse i really don't understand this when people show up to church and talk the whole time in the lobby never even walk up in the worship center i don't get that we spend time talking with people uh, we go to talk to this person listen if it's so important do it after church you know or you hear these excuses hey i was running camera or i was in there for most of the message Or I was in there and I heard some of the worship. Or, or, you know, I was on the worship team and then we had to go in the back and and I was talking with this person about this and this. I was in the video production room. I heard the message from there. Yeah, so you're sitting in there where they're going, camera one, pan up, tilt, tilt. tilt. There you go. Check your focus, camera two. Camera three, prep that crowd shot. No, they're yawning. Go to the next one. Yeah. And all of that, you got a word from God. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me get down to the the nuts and bolts of this, and this is where some of you are really not going to like what I I have to say, especially if you're on staff at a church. So staff members, listen up, because I am on staff at a church, and I do understand this. Skipping church, and this is what I mean by that, not participating in church you're standing in the hallway, you're talking to this person, You're maybe you're even sitting in service on your phone, you're in the sound booth, you're in the video production room, you're a band member, you're sitting in the back behind the stage, you're a staff member, you're doing all these things during church. That's what I mean by skipping church, not participating with the spiritual moment that is happening. Listen, it is all about value. Simple as that. You are missing church because it is not valuable to you. Now, some of you probably want to stop this podcast right here, but I'm telling you, if you'll stick with me, listen to what I have to say, it's going to help you. I'm come. This podcast is not about fussing. It's about helping you grab hold of what is valuable. Listen, values are your boundaries in life. Your, your values are the umpire that tells you whether a thing is right or wrong, whether it's acceptable or unacceptable. Skipping church is about value. And A lot of times it's about us just feeling special, like it's a special case. I'm an exception. And (laughs) let me say it. Whatever that God has got planned for the people in the congregation today, I simply don't need it. What God told the pastor is not necessary for me. See, that's why we skip church. We say, there's no wisdom for me to gain today. There's no revelation that's going to happen today. So I'm going to stay home. Because it's inconvenient. It's raining too hard. I'm staying home. Because why? There's no revelation for me today. There's no wisdom. There's no clarity, no correction, no insight. I'm not going to walk away from that church service closer to God. Since there's nothing there for me, I simply am not going to be there. Hmm. Listen, if you're not valuing church, the question is why? Now, I, I was the king of this. I, I did this a lot. And my pastor said to me, you know, Chad, why aren't you in service? Chad, I hadn't seen you in service. And, you know, I had some excuses. I was doing this, pastor. I was doing that. Or I went and fixed this problem. And, I went in the, and my pastor said, Chad, I want to see you on the front row with your Bible open or your laptop at the time. And it didn't even have an iPad. So it was back in the day. Taking notes. Because, Chad, you hearing me preach while you're in the hallway, while you're in a video, pre- is not the same. This is what he told me, is being in the room under the power of God. And I thought, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I thought to myself, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's right. But I'll put this to the test. We'll see if Brother Sam is right, my my pastor. So I sat in church and I cracked open my laptop and I began to take notes from the sermon. And it took a few, it took a few services, but let me tell you, it just took a few. And I really began to realize what I was missing. I began to feel my heart begin to stir at the word. The songs we were singing, the worship, it began to come more and more important to me. Those moments, those words that people were singing to God. In fact, I began to value participating with a group of believers who loved God and wanted to worship and sing and praise him, and then hear from him, as the word was preached. I began uh, let me let, me, let me hear I began to become a member of the church, simple as that, and it changed what I valued. it changed what I did now listen, it changed the way I live. it changed the boundaries. See values are your boundaries, so now skipping church was off limits, that was something that was out of bounds for me. And, and let me show you why this is important. You say, Chad, is going to church that big deal? Let me tell you, I'm going to give you two examples. I'm going to give you one now and one in a few minutes. I want to look at the wisest man in the Bible. Wisest man there was, Solomon. And uh, in listen, 1 Kings chapter 11, King Solomon, I'm sorry, 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 1 through 4. I'm going to look at this. King Solomon, however, loved many foreign women besides Pharaoh's daughter. Moabites and Ammonites and Edomites. and Anyway, there's a bunch of people there. Verse 2, And they were from nations about which the Lord told the Israelites, which, which Solomon is. He's, he's an Israelite. You must not marry them, because they will surely turn your heart after the things of God. Nevertheless, Solomon held fast to them in love. Listen, Solomon knew the word of God. He heard it. He heard it preached. His father taught it to him. There's many times in the Bible, God said, priest, you get up, you read, read this word before the people of Israel. Solomon dedicated the temple. If you you read about this stuff, man, this, this was a massive thing. And God spoke through Solomon in those moments. So how did he go from there to verse four? And Solomon as Solomon grew old, his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God, was not fully devoted to the Lord his God as the heart of David his father had been. If you read on in this chapter, Solomon actually builds temple, a temple for idol worship. How did he get there? Let me tell you, it wasn't overnight. Step by step, he began to not value what God had said in what God was doing. And, and this is the practice. This is how it would tie into church. Step by step, he began to cross boundaries that he used to not cross. See, we'll do that with church. We'll say, you know what? I heard that pastor's message, man. He was good. But today I'm going to look at Instagram. I just got a text. I just did this. Or, or, or there's something going on on Facebook. Anyway, this is what we're going to say this time. This church, this moment of worship, this time when people's lives are being changed, it's just simply not important. When you begin to devalue God in one area of your life, it doesn't restrict itself to just that. You'll begin to cross those boundaries in any area of your life. Attending church is one of the ways, not the only way, it is one of the ways you keep God focused and valued. It's also one of the ways that you keep yourself selfless. That you give up and sacrifice your time for what you believe is good and right. Listen, I, 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 when I was raising my kids, I told them this all that, you know, we'd be doing this or doing that. And they'd be like, Dad, we've got this thing at school on Wednesday night. And I'm like, well, we're not going. And they're looking at me like, uh, uh, oh, wow, that was, you know, that answer was quick. I'm like, "We we we go to church. We value church. We show up at church. We're not just going to go do all these things. Now, listen, I don't mean that there was never any reason why we skipped church. You know, if they had this big awards ceremony or something on a Wednesday night, you know, it's just been a handful of times that as my kids were in high school, I mean, going through school because they're pretty much graduated out now, that that we never miss church. I mean, like on one hand, because we don't miss church. Why? Because it's valuable. What's happening in that room is important to my heart to my relationship with God, which is going to affect my relationship with my spouse and my children and my coworkers. It's going to affect my future. It's going to affect my faith. It's going to affect my finances. It's going to affect my peace of mind. I believe that what the pastor is saying, that the moment God has intended and wrote in history before history what even was for that service that isn't important and valuable to me, it's valuable to me and I am going to show up and participate with it. Do you see it that way? I'm asking you, is what is happening at church, is it of any value to you at all? And it's not that you don't value the things of God, it's just that you value other things more. Listen, you have one opportunity to participate with the life-changing power of God in praise or in worship or in times of ministry or laying hands on the sick or hearing the words that God has spoken to your pastor through prayer. Your pastor spent time in prayer and he's coming with this word or she's coming with this word. You can hold all that in one hand or you can hold Instagram in the other. And so many people would rather choose Instagram. That's where they live. God or social media, God, or text messages with my friend, God, or I'm setting up my shopping list so I can go pick it up after church. Hmm, hmm. Let me tell you something about this. Or let me just throw this scenario out there to you. Why don't you go to the movies? buy yourself a ticket. You know, they're 10, 12 bucks now, or depending on, you know, what kind of movie you see, where you live. Let's just say 10 bucks. Go get you some popcorn, a Coke, some candy. You spent 20 bucks, maybe 25 bucks. Grab it up all in your hand, dump it in the trash. Go back out to your car, get in it, get on Instagram, two hours, sit there. You go, Chad, why would I do that? That's a waste of money. But people do that all the time for church. Why? Why is the pastor is preaching? Are you in the hallway? Why are you sitting in the lobby? Why are you sitting in your video production room, service after service after service, and never opening your Bible, sitting in the sanctuary, hearing the words for yourself, writing down notes as God speaks to you? Why aren't you there? Listen, over in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 17, uh, we have a priest here. His name is Eli. He has two sons. And I want to read this scripture to you, verse 17. It says, the sins... Of the young men is talking about Eli's sons, the sin of the young men was very great in the Lord's sight, for they were treating the Lord's offering with contempt. Listen, it is possible to be very close to church and be completely disconnected from it. Here are two, two, two sons of Eli. Eli is the priest. His son are also priests. The offerings that are coming, the people's uh, you know, sacrifices and things that they're bringing to the temple, they are mishandling. They're, they're taking the best parts for themselves and giving the junk to God. And in fact, they're actually having sex with the girls that come and serve at the temple, that come and just help. They're having sex with them. They It is possible to be close to, to church, to ministry, and be completely separated from God. If the things aren't valuable to you, of God aren't valuable to you, why? Why is missing service, not sitting in the room, Bible open, iPad open, ready to take notes, listening to what God has to speak, why is it not important? Why do we sit on phones, talk through service, hang out in the back, chat during worship, Come off the stage and and, and just sit in the back with the rest of the band members. Listen, I, I know I used to do this. I used to do this, guys. Why? This is the bottom line. Because you just don't value what God's doing. There's no other way around. And listen, I'm not saying that because I heard somebody saying that. I'm saying that because God spoke to me and showed me this. My pastor helped me see it. And God continued that work in me, work in me. Listen, there are many times when I've been walking down the hallway, you know, to go deal with this tech problem or go deal with this. And maybe it's not that big a deal. And the Holy Spirit has said to me, Chad, do you have to do that now? And I'm like, you know what? No, it can wait till tomorrow. I'll fix that on Monday. I'll fix that next week. I'll be sure we get that before the next service. Just write it in a note and set it aside. I'll talk to the staff about it on Monday. Chad, do you need to, is this essential? To ministry because what's happening in that room is essential to your life. You're giving up one for the other. That, that is one of the things about uh, 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 our lead pastor. Uh, he'll tell us, he'll say, listen, anything you, whatever you say yes to means you're saying no to something else. Whatever you say yes to means you're saying no to something else. It's, it's a common saying, common principle. If I'm saying yes to fix in the way this graphic looks on the website because I think it looks a little off because this shadowing is a little weird. I'm saying, and it's during church. I'm saying no to what message of God. I'm saying no to that moment of worship. I'm sitting out on the hallway texting with a friend about something, and the power of God is in their changing lives. People showed up to church, brokenhearted, and as they begin to worship. Tears begin to flow and God begin to move in them. And the best way I can honor what God is doing in their life is to pull out my phone and find out what time the movie is after church and will I have time to be there. This is how we live all the time. People do this constantly. And the bottom line is this: it's about value. You simply don't value church and the power in the life-changing power of God, the word of God, and the ministry gift he placed in your church. Let let me tell you something. When you look, look through the Old Testament, many times, many times, the priest read the word aloud to the people. Look at the life of Jesus. He went in the synagogues, and he preached, and in the temple, and he preached, and on the mountainside, and the preach, and he preached from the water, and from the land, and from every. Why? Because it's important that people hear the gospel and grab hold of it. It was life-changing. So many people go, Chad, I don't need to be in service. I spend time with God at home, and I spend time in my word. If that's true, then you need to just throw your Bible in the trash, because that was God. Speaking through the hands of other people to you, just like is happening every single church service. Same thing. Why value one above the other? Listen, attending church, loving church, it will train your personal life. It is a valuable part of being equipped and able to do the work of the ministry, which is why pastors exist. That's why they're there. Being in church is important. You don't have any excuses. Say, Chad, I I work at a church, man. I've I've always got to work. That's because you don't value what's happening during the service, the purpose for the church. You don't value it enough to train someone else to do your job. Now, listen, I have a very technical job. Some of the aspects of my job are exceptionally technical. And I could not find somebody to do them. So I had to pray them in. And I'm telling you, I've done it. There are multiple people in places at our ministry that are serving on a regular basis because I prayed to men, and this is something you can't train to do. They had to simply have the talent, and I could show them what to do. And it's hard to find. And I was able to do that because God helped me. It was valuable that i not miss church. And I prayed, and God brought those people in. Listen, you don't, get to, you don't get to play that I'm an employee card with me because I know 25 years I have served at a church on, on staff. I know what it's like. Listen, it is important that you be in church that you sing the songs, that you put in your, you fill your mouth with the praises and worship of God Almighty. You let your heart listen to that word. You get out your iPad or your phone or your piece of paper or whatever it is you do. You take notes. You listen to the words your pastor is preaching and grab hold of them with your own heart. Take those things in your heart. Listen for what God is speaking to you in those moments. And if you're having, and let me, let me just side note this out. If you actually are employed at a church, it is absolutely important that you sit in service because let me tell you what something will do when you're employed at a church. There's many times, just depending on the size of the church, you see some things in the background that can cause you to lose some honor for your pastor. Sitting in service will deal with that. It'll help you keep away from that spirit of familiarity that'll cause you to lose your honor for your pastor because you'll see them and know God is speaking through them. God is working for them. God is leading them. God, the spirit of God is moving. It's, they're laying hands on the sick. He is speaking a word through the, that pastor. Being, just side note there, you sit in service. You better be in there from start to finish. If at all possible, don't miss any part of it. Get in there. It's important. But listen, you need to be in church. You need to participate. It's those moments where God works in your heart. It is not the only part of godliness to your life, but it is an essential part. And if you're struggling with not finding the value of being in service, service, being in church, sitting in that church service and participating, here's a couple of things you can do. You need to begin to pray. Pray that the people that come in that day, God is going to touch their lives. God is going to work in their heart. You need to begin to pray over the pastor, that they're going to speak a word and people are going to learn and grow and be set free that the problems they've had in their marriage or in their personal life or in their finances or at work, that they're going to hear that day the solution to it. You need to begin to pray over your leaders and just pray over the church in general that it'll be blessed, that it's going to grow, that more people are going to come in and hear the word of God and be set free from the work of the enemy, that they're going to find freedom, begin to connect with God on a powerful level and begin to show God through their actions to others to be a light. You, (laughs) Lack of a better way, you need to be a Christian. You need to be a member of the church. You are not a special case. You are not an exception to the rule. Listen, if you were getting paid just for church participation, would you be broke or would you be rich? Because I'm just telling you, there's a point in my life I would be homeless if I got paid for church participation. Mm. Now, listen, do not take what I'm saying to an extreme. There are some times when things come up, especially as a staff at a church. It's not necessarily the case for all ministry positions, but staff members at a church where you miss some church services because you are actually ensuring that they went forth. I mentioned a while back that Solomon, you know, he dedicated the temple. You know, at that temple, they sacrificed thousands of animals. Do you know how many people it takes to wrangle thousands of sheep and thousands of oxen? It's not like they're just standing everywhere. You have millions of people attending this event. I guarantee you, Solomon was not the only person working that day. It happens. There are some times, but you can't miss everything. You can't skip it. I'm telling you, if it's a month, six weeks, and you're not getting into church, something's wrong. You need to deal with that. Okay? Listen, church is valuable, and God is valuable. And if you're in ministry, the things that God is doing at church— whether it's on Sundays or Wednesdays or Tuesdays or Fridays or three services on, on, you know, whatever morning service, early service, God is doing something. And if you're not excited about it, if it's not important to you, if you're not passionate about it, why are you there? Or more importantly, why not? Do you remember you? It's you may not. Do you remember what it was like to be broken, to be brokenhearted, to be sick and needing healing? to be hurting and needing help to 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 have so many questions but no answers but you got those answers at church or for one, one of the leaders or in some moment of worship god suddenly did a work in you that's happening for someone go and participate with it be part of the church the body of believers not standing outside saying I'm mending the fence or I'm doing this or I'm working the parking lot. Walk in the building, sit beside someone else and the two of you participate in the glory of God together. It is important to your heart and your life to keep your boundaries set, to keep your values right and keep you moving forward with God. Do not neglect it. Amen listen in. That's it for today. If today's podcast was a blessing to you, please let us know ministrystaffpodcast.com. Go check out the website, leave us a message there, or you can just email us directly ministrystaffpodcast at gmail.com and, and tell somebody about the podcast, share it with them. We want others to be able to listen to it. We want it to be a blessing and get yourself into church. Talk to you next time.